One, two, three, clap. Hi, and welcome to Hey Buddy, Nice Podcast. Finally back, back in Scotland, causing a delay to the recording of our podcast. That's Brogan Hastings. And faithfully waiting for his podcast host to return, it's Wayne Giovinazzi. That's right. I was like that dog waiting at the train station for its owner to come back. Or, you know, Futurama waiting for Fry, and I just died, just waiting for you. This is now the ghost of Wayne. See, you're thinking sad things, and I'm thinking like stupid memes, like, when will my podcast host return from the war? (laughs) Oh, yes, yeah. Or that dog that, like, ripped the doors, like, I thought you weren't going Mm. back, so I panicked. Yep. I didn't receive a Dear John letter, so I wasn't concerned. Yeah. (laughs) Although I was concerned about you because you did text me and say you were being attacked by spiders, but that's not a story we'll go into. Uh, No, no. We've we've done spider content. Spider content's done. But just for those listening at home, the spiders have made it indoors. (laughs) That's all. But you're back. You're back from how long were you traveling for? I say traveling, driving. Time-wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it took me about... No, distance. How long in distance were you traveling for? <laughs> I, I I wasn't sure if you meant days or like hours. Like how many days yeah, were you like traveling? How many days were you not at work? Did... I... <laughs> so we're recording this on Tuesday. Our usual recording day is Tuesday. Sunday. Um, I, I left here, here being Scotland, home uh, on Friday and drove for roughly... Seven and a half hours, the quick break in between, oh. which is, you know, not very, that's not very long by American standards. I realize that, but. Yeah, well, seven and a half hours. And where did you drive to? So I drove from Livingston to Oxford. So that's almost, I was, that's about two thirds the length of the island. So Livingston to Oxford, mm-hmm. uh, for you, dear listener, is Scotland to England. Yeah. And that was seven and a half hours. Yeah. If I were to drive for seven and, a half, seven and a half hours in any direction, well, I say any direction, if it was west, I would end up somewhere in the Indian Ocean. Um, but if I drove seven and a half hours in any other direction, I would still be in Western Australia. <laughs> it, do, it, only took, it only takes about, we're about two hours from the border. Okay. So we're not too far from the border, but, um, but Oxford is like right down the other mm. end, like the only it's it's literally almost at the bottom of england all right so see i'm tr- i'm trying to visualize this in my head but one i do not know what scotland looks like <laughs> two i do not know what england looks like in terms of the shape of the countries it, i don't know it looks like brogan is using their hands in the same manner i used my hands to show the size of a spider yeah <laughs> i don't know how to describe it it's okay. It's I I I sort of know what it looks like. It's a weird shape. Yeah. It's. I wonder if if like if you saw if you if you saw a a, a drawing of Australia, you would instantaneously know. Oh, hey, that's Australia, wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to say the same if I saw a, a drawing of the UK and say, really? "Oh, look, that's the UK." The UK yeah, looks really. weird though. It's not hard to identify. Yeah. It's sort of like. And a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's two islands. One's big, one's small. <laughs> yeah. So the only thing I know about Oxford is that there's a university. 
yes. Um, we walked past the university, walked through the university. I didn't do the actual tour because, mm. well, my main purpose for going down to Oxford was I wanted to see Derren Brown um, because he was up here and he was in Edinburgh when, if not exactly when I was in Vegas, around that time. So it wouldn't, oh, have, he... it wouldn't have made sense yep. for me to go. He was the pen and teller to your Wayne Giovinazzi. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, in your country when you weren't there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I've heard I've heard Ready Rich talk about him. He's seen Darren Brown on Broadway. I'm sure it was. And so who, he did... so who, who is Darren Brown? What what does he do? So Darren Brown is a mentalist. He's very famous in the UK. Uh, he's had a lot of TV specials. Um, he went through a weird phase for a time where he was like, "I have actual powers," and then That's Taylor the turned Darren around. Darren Brown, and... I'm familiar with. Yeah. And then probably both Penn and Teller, but I know for a fact that definitely Teller said to him, you cut that shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Teller just sat him down in a corner. like, you stop this. You stop this now. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And if Tellers tell you to do something, then you fucking do it. Mm, That's right. Teller told him what he actually thinks of him. I know, I know. We are well aware that no one wants to know that. Mm. So... So yeah, um, so he's kind of calmed down and, you know, Ready Rich is very, Ready Rich knows a lot about magic. For those who don't know, Ready Rich is the sound guy on Penn Sunday School. He does work for David Copperfield. He he knows his shit when it comes to magic. Mm. Um, so he had seen him on Broadway, he'd said, you know, really good show, you know, good. And I thought, you know what, if it's good enough for Ready Rich, it's good enough for me. Yeah, that's so, that's that's uh, a resounding recommendation then. Yeah, and I picked Oxford because it's the closest to Southampton, and that's where a a shop called Merchant of Magic is. So oh, so it was the actual Merchant of Magic that you went to. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So I mean, it's not close. It's still like an mm. hour and a half drive away from Oxford. Oh. So instead of seven and a half hours, it becomes nine hours. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was that so, maths correct? <laughs> so I went there on the way back up. So going down, you know, uh, just went down there. And yeah, Derren Brown was really good. Yeah. Derren Brown uh, was, I I think I knew this, but I didn't quite equate it. He's funny. He's really funny. Okay. So, All right. Um, he does say in the show, oh, you know, if you've seen it, don't talk about what you've seen and stuff. But mm. let's be honest. Who the fuck's so, going to listen to this podcast that either is so, actually going to see it? Darren Brown is the mousetrap of mentalism. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. I so, know that you're about to see an amazing stage show tonight, but do not tell anybody how it ends. Yeah. That's, that, I haven't seen Mousetrap, but I assume that's what they say. I, I was thinking more a uh, cycle. The, the Alfred Hitchcock of magic. Mm. Um. So yeah, but I don't think anybody listening to this is going to see it. So I'm going to talk a little bit about it. If you don't right, want so... to, Wayne will put off a timestamp at the bottom for when you can skip to. God. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. It's about eight minutes, nine minutes in. That's just for my own reference. Yeah. So starts off. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure I posted the picture. I ended up right in the front row, the, which I... yeah, yeah, the big message on the screen. Yeah. That that, that intrigued me. Yeah. It said. Uh, Put your phones on silent, but keep them on. Ooh, so starts off with mysterious. like sort of weird music 
and the the best way I think I can describe this is is uh, it it's music very close to the unpleasant world of Penn and Teller theme. Oh, really? So yeah. it's like sounds like that there's um, construction work going on. Not the construction work, but you know the oh, the piano, the do 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 um I forget what they call it, but it's like the Simpsons theme. Um, where oh, I'll I'll have to look it up. Mm. What what it's called? Where it's in a certain I don't know music. I want to say a certain key or tritones or I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's like in a um uh, a minor key or something. I don't know, but it's a bit certainly in a minor key. Uh, mm. That sort of plunky pianos, pianos, mm. very creepy sounding, whatever. So that's that's Did what it comes have up. the bass that goes as well. <laughs> Probably possibly. Not, that... I can't remember. Um, but so the show started and there's like messages coming up on screen that was like the first one was like take your phone out. It said uh, if your phone is in your left hand, sit down, psychopaths. Okay. If, Hang on. All right. Yeah. Continue. So, and it's stuff like that, you know. Um, if you're over a certain age, if you're between this age range, stay standing. If you're doing this, stay standing. So he's basically cutting down the audience. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. And it gets you to put in a phone number. Um, and essentially, what he's doing is one person gets through and is on the phone to Darren. They come up on stage and are taken back, and it's for a trick later down the show. Okay. Um, which, I'm thinking back, is a bit unfair because they missed the first part of the show. <laughs> they missed the first part of the first act, which, you know. Um, well, they he should treat them like um, Derek Delgadio did for In and Of Itself. Have you seen that? So, um, oh, I, I so regret not putting my... Because I saw In and Of Itself in, in New York in 2018. And basically... Right at the start of the show, he's he's like, he's, I'm going to need a volunteer. And this volunteer is going to miss the end of the show. They're going to leave before the end of the show, but they're going to come back to the next show, whether that's later today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They'll be here for the next show. So yeah. they'll get to see it all again. Uh, that's what he should do. He should do that for them and just bring them back. It's very possible he did, but he doesn't say mm. that. You know, like he might say it on the phone, you know. But- yeah, okay. Because I, I think there is a bit that's like, you know, if you've seen this, if you've done this, if you know where it's going, sit down. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so yeah, so it's very funny. And I think it is weird. It's it's obviously all mentalism tricks. Okay. You know. See, I've, what I don't, what, what concerns me is um, it almost seems like uh, I... I've previously equated the Darren, Darren Brown specials I've seen to stage hypnotism, which I don't like. And I assume it's better than that, obviously. It's much better than that. I will say there were a couple of little bits that are like that, mm. um, but it's not the whole show. Okay. Um, so... so you feel like there might be some insta-stooge moments going on? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. I think the, if I can figure out how he does, like the, the volunteer he takes off, that was my first instinct was Insta Stooge because they're taken back, mm. they're taken off stage through the back. And it's basically like, oh, we've given this guy's a training for what was yeah. it? subliminal training or something like that. Oh, okay. Subconscious, subconscious, that's the word. Um, and he'll now be able to, he won't know why he's picking these numbers or these answers, yeah. but he will. 
Um, yep. You know, but what I will say about him, he's very good, very good at closing doors. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're not leaving the show thinking, hang on, that never got answered. Exactly. Exactly. So okay. again, for those who don't know what closing doors, it's basically saying, if you think this is how it could be done, then saying, right, okay, we're changing it up and doing it a different way to say, mm. oh, right, it can't be done like that because now this. So yeah. like with, so with the guy coming back out on stage, it's like spinning a coin. The guy can't see it. You know, he's in a chair across the stage and it's like, okay, is it head or tails? And the camera's looking at it. You know, he's he's strapped into a chair so he can't even see the screen behind him. Yeah. You know, calls the right name, you know, and it's... So it's already landed and then he's saying yeah. heads. Not It's not still spinning and it's going to, oh, it's going to be heads. Yeah. Okay. So he does that a couple of times and Darren Brown's like, you know, oh, so you're thinking this could be a code or something like that. I could be subliminally telling him, you know, the code would be it spins. And the way I ask the question, mm. heads or tails, tells him what it is. So this yep. time I'm going to spin it and not say anything. Does that, gets it right. Okay, so you're thinking it might be weighted coins. You know, can't be. So we'll get somebody else up to show who it is. I'll not touch it. I'll not even look at it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I still think it might be fudged coins. But at the same time, there's coins, then there's a dice version, and then there's something else that gets right. I can't remember what. The easiest way, I mean... <laughs> We're, we're encroaching on abracababble territory here, yeah. I think. But I think the easiest way would just put a thumper on the dude. That's what I thought, because it is sitting mm. in a wheelchair thing. Mm. So, and I think, and the only reason I could think of was thumper, mm. which for the layperson is basically just like... The... A device that will vibrate, that you keep on your person. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> if you're Vinnie Grosso, it would be... Under your um, goodie bag. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it was very good. It was very long. I didn't realise how long the show would be. Uh, mm. And I don't that's, say that in a bad way. That's what I want from any show, though. Yeah, you want a show to last. Like, mm -hmm. was it... Uh, I think 90 minutes is that kind of... Is, is probably the right amount of time you want for a show because it's not too long, but it usually wants leaves you wanting more. Yeah. Well, I got out at half it show started at half two i got out at half five yeah it, it could not have been a three-hour show what it is was. this a fucking foo fighters concert <laughs> that's why i was like when he, when he said oh yeah the intermission i was like there's an intermission <laughs> yeah okay so interesting but it was all very good um it was quite sweet because he was talking about it was all very family you know orientated you know relationships mm. you know couples that kind of thing um because it's essentially it's the show is him dealing with his dad's death his dad died from covid okay yeah, yeah. um so, so it's got a, a an overarching theme to the show it's not like i'm about to do some cool shit yeah yeah, yeah. which like it's it's the kind of thing that comes together at the end that you're like right okay mm. i can complete i i see what's going on here um yeah. so yeah very good very cool i was not chosen for a trick thankfully <laughs> <laughs> I think, and it's no, well because no, I, no repeats of Pip the Magic Dragon. No, I did. You, know, I thought you know what if if it goes, I was like, I'll play the game. It's like I'm not mm. stupid. I'm not gonna yeah yeah ruin a show. Um, oh, look, I think he's experienced enough to have multiple outs for certain things for people that either mess up or are trying to fuck with him. Exactly, exactly. But I thought you know if I mean it does say as well if you don't want to do it. 
because it's always you know stand up sit down you know mm. throwing a frisbee out past somebody who had their hand up whatever um yep. so it's never a case of people who don't want to go up yeah you go up um i think i'm not a very good volunteer for that kind of thing because i'm not susceptible to hypnotism or, and all that kind of thing yeah well it's yeah i mean it, it i don't i don't think it's like it so insta stooging is basically hypnotism i feel like yeah the same as um stage hypnotism it's basically telling the person what to do I, as far as i'm aware yeah the the bit i'm specifically thinking about is there's a bit where you had this you know clasp your hands out in front of you you know hold them really really tight uh and essentially the bit is you know you're going to forget your name like this really obvious okay. piece of information you're yeah. going to forget your name uh and yeah the amount of people that came it was like you know if you forget your name you'll come and line up i'll bring your name back whatever there was a lot of people there was a lot of people um and i'm like so there's a part of me that's like they want to believe that it works so it works it's like a placebo you know i i don't know enough about mentalism or anything to say what exactly is happening there all i can say is it's not something that i personally am susceptible to so but having said that there is one weird bit so it gets a guy up and again it's like hypnotism and it's like i'm going to count to to five you're going to get up take the card out of the box put it here uh, but not realize you've done it we can all see it on the stage mm. uh, it's like, okay that's fine um and then he does it where he's got somebody watching the box like an audience member watching the box uh the guy coming over from the table onto the box box on a shelf up here then has to get my chair so he can stand up and put the thing yeah, in. yeah he's like yeah you're going to do this most of the people in here they're just going to have a blank space in their memory they're not going to see it right <laughs> so he counts down you know one two is, then it's I like the idea yeah and then it's like click and then it's five mm. and it's done it's moved card is now in the box and i'm like well yep. i'm not susceptible to this i i know that's not what happened no Something it's else just item happened. to impossible place is all it is well gets to the end of the show video comes up on screen it's that guy at the table getting up from the table dead and getting the chair <laughs> The guy getting up, putting the card okay. in the box, and dead and doing a little dance, and then come back. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" But how much? Okay, so the camera's showing him and the little posse at the table. Does it show the rest of the audience as well, or no. is it like so? It's, that it's suggests too dark. So a plan. my only thinking is that stooge. Yeah, yeah. Not even stooge. Just a part of the show. Uh, yeah. A plant. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, that 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 would be. Pr- I think that's that's a funny bit more than anything. It really, it really is. Just a- yeah, there's <laughs> a good bit. So so yeah, so even the bits that you're like, don't uh, hypnotism, mentalism, that kind of thing. If you're skeptical mm. about it, he is a great showman. He really is, mm. you know. Yep. And even his jokes and stuff, like he was saying, oh yeah, you know, this is called showman. Oh, he was talking about horoscopes. And it's like, oh, this is your horoscope if you're such and such. If you're this and you think it applies to you, put your hand up. Haha, I got you because this is actually the horoscope for Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So does he do the whole show still based on um, portraying it as that it's real? Or is he saying they're tricks kind of thing? He never says one way or another. Okay. You know, but it's it's not like... 
serious, you know. Yeah. So I feel like if anyone who was under the impression that this could be real, they they go home, Google Darren Brown, and they will see that, oh, okay, he he says that it's like yeah. it is tricks and that. He's I, not he's not no longer proclaiming that he's got powers. Yeah. I think it's one of these things that if you want to believe that he's got that, then you're free to do so. But you know, nothing stated, nothing says, you know, I have hypnotized Nautic powers, blah blah blah. The closest thing would be the subliminal training thing, but yeah. we think that's the thumper. Yeah, I'd say I I still don't see that any less immoral as psychics, etc., who are claiming that it's no harm for someone to believe it. The harm being is that if they do believe it and they keep on going down that path, they can be hurt and damaged by it not necessarily by him but by other people um i think it's hard to tell i think because i was i was having to think about this i think the only people who specifically say this is a trick Mm. are penn and teller when it comes to like mentalism style stuff because then are you saying that um zabrecki you i i try and think about it like zabrecki who is is a mentalism act but yeah is so ridiculous you know he's a character yeah but at the same time, he never says this is a trick. Mm. You know, I, I put I put him in the same bracket as that. Yeah, I, I, as long as he is not. See, I I don't feel like it's it, it's right to say, hey, if you want to believe this stuff, do it. It doesn't say if that. Not, I will say that's, that. That's fine. Yeah. Mm. It, so yeah, if he's like Zabrecki, like yeah, I, there's certainly no issue there. He's on my part. <laughs> well, see, it's very obvious you're coming to see a show. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, and probably from the tone of the show, you're able to pick up that it's tricks and you do come out there going, how did he do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah. See, you talked about Penn and Teller being the only ones that come to mind saying that this is a trick and that. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing that Penn and Teller used to say at one point was, uh, we're a couple of guys who have learned to do a few cool things, mm-hmm. I think. That was my favorite way that they would preface it. And they, they didn't even do that. They didn't say that for very long. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh well. Yeah, that that was a good line. Was that in um, Don't Try This at Home? I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I can't remember where I've, where I've heard it. Uh, but that yeah, it was probably around that era anyway. Fluffy hair pen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fluffy hair. Mm-hmm. Like my hair. I didn't need a haircut. <laughs> yeah. Still... So he travelled to, um, I don't know, jolly old England, um, sunny old England. Uh, it wasn't England. sunny when I was driving down, I tell you that. Jesus Christ. Mm. It was really absolutely torrential rain. And then it was fine when I got there. It's like, cool. You okay. Could, you could have just waited until I was in the hotel to buck it down. Thank you. So surely you're used to driving in the rain. Oh, in the rain, but not for like... Four straight hours Six, down roads yeah, okay. I've never seen or places I've never been. That's no. Does it? Does it, it? It snows in Scotland, yeah. Oh yeah. Do you drive in snow? I have done. Do you have to put like snow chains or snow tires on or anything like that? We probably should, but it's <laughs> if, never if gotten that bad. Usually, if it's if it's bad enough that you need that, then everywhere's closed anyway. Hmm. You know, the only people okay. getting out are the council who are trying to clean it. Yep. People with snowplows and shovels and salt and... Yeah. Yeah. 
so we, we have the same thing it's 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 usually when um when uh too many drop bears have um taken over the the roads and highways no one goes out anywhere but except for like you know local council scooping up all the drop bears trying to get them back to where they belong it's, it's safe to look at a drop bear when they've already dropped yeah you just yeah as if they, they haven't dropped yet then then you're in trouble so basically this is still relevant um I asked you before we started recording if you knew what whoop whoop was. Mm-hmm. I don't. And you you said no, except in the sense of whoop whoop. And I said no, and it's not like whoop whoop. That's the sound of the police. Uh, basically, you went to whoop whoop is what what you did. If we're speaking Australian, okay. Um, the it's outback? like me at the moment. No, it just means you're traveling traveling a long way for something. Really? Yeah. It's like at the moment, I'm having to drive like over an hour to get to where i'm working it's like it's just fucking driving to fucking whoop whoop ah so i think whoop whoop is an imaginary place which right. is just far away yeah. so you went to whoop whoop to mm. see darren brown and go to a magic show yes so mm. what i will say as well you know met some scoops down there that was good hung out with a couple of folk um but yeah main purpose being dead and brown uh i was supposed to go to the magic shop on the weekend uh, they changed their hours two weeks ago, so they're now no longer open on a weekend and open at 12 on a Monday. Do they not like money? I was like, how dare you? So so rude. So yeah, so I had to leave late. So I, I drove back up on Monday, uh, had to leave late because I was like, well, I'm going down to Southampton first because, uh, so the magic shop's in Southampton. Mm-hmm. I'm in Oxford. Uh, you have to drive down from Oxford to Southampton. So I was being that it's south, yes. Yeah. Um so I had to I would then have to come back up the same road <laughs> and drive past oh, Oxford to again. get back. Yeah. That's annoying. I hate that kind of shit. But it, it was somewhere you wanted to go, so hundred percent. Very much mm. worth it. Uh it was good. It's I've never been to an actual magic shop before. Mm. Um yep. so that was good. I was the first and only person in there in that morning. <laughs> oh, um, See, Merchant of Magic, though, they probably, like, you get stuff from them online, don't you? I do. I do. So a lot of their revenue may come from online purchases. I, I that's think why they've so. changed their hours. I think so. They did have a big pile of stuff that's, like, orders to be shipped. Mm, yeah. So that's quite cool. Um, so what I was... was there anyone there to demonstrate shit to you? Yes. That's good. Two people. I got two demonstrations, uh, mm. and one of which I bought. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, because I I like simple tricks, right? I like tricks that you don't that don't really need sleight of hand very much. Oh yeah. yeah. I I don't have the dexterity for it. Certainly at the moment, possibly down the future, I might. But you know, I like stuff that essentially self-working tricks. So, um, would you say your hands um, could have an effect on that? What I'm getting at, on a scale of size of hand between pen and piff, piff having small hands, pen having big hands, where in that scale would you land and would you say that would hinder you from doing sleight of hand well? Not that it's, it's hindered piff at all. I Yeah, I would say I'm definitely down on the piff level of hand size. Okay. Uh, Noted. I say this with all the love in the world, piff has chunkier fingers than I do. So that might help. To maybe, hide maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have stubby fingers, uh, 
yeah, it's actually I think that's a bit unfair to myself, but I don't have long I, fingers. Look, from here, the fingers look relevant to your hand size. They and, look normal and, on the hand. And your height, etc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, yeah, see, my hands, I'm trying to line them up to make it. Yeah. It looks normal. I don't think I've got long enough fingers to successfully play the guitar well. So that's, if we're talking finger size, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's, yeah. let's get off this subject. <laughs> anyway, um, so yes, yeah, so I got this, this trick called Free Will. Ooh. Which was really well, cool. Hang on, what was the warning on that? It said warning. Warning, the choices you make may not be your own. Ooh, mysterious. Uh, what I will say is, uh, so, so basically done it for me. I was like, how did you do that? He's like, you have to buy the trick <laughs> to find out. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> done. That's $374. It, it was it was $14.99, which isn't bad. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I thought, well, I've never actually bought a trick before. So I'm, I'm happy to do mm. that. Um. And without spoiling how the trick is done, it works on the same principle as another trick that I can do. I was like, oh, this is like this one. I was like, exactly. I like that. Without spoiling how the trick is done, I'm going to talk about something else and not explain it at all, which is the way to go. I'm not saying saying it's a bad thing. That's the perfect way to explain it. What I mean is I, it was very easy for me to understand how it worked because it's similar to another trick I definitely can do and have done. So... So yeah, it's I do like that, um, and I I love a magic book. I fucking love magic books. I'm I said this to them when I was in the show. I was like, look, I'm not a magician. I'm an enthusiast. Mm, yeah. I'm someone who likes the theory behind magic. Who is not entirely great at performing tricks. Yeah. Uh, so they were like, okay, let's let's have a wee look. So I can't do I can't deal with a magic book. I can't I I can't follow the written instructions properly, even when they've got drawings or photos. I need to see it in a video myself. I yeah, I like I like reading I like reading folk talking about how tricks are done and how okay, effects yeah. work. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of why I like Tarbell. Tarbell's license in magic. Uh, mm. which was a birthday gift to me a couple of years ago. Oh. Um so yes, I do like that, but I got this, which is a book called Stage by Stage. By John Graham. Yeah. It's and a fancy looking book. It well, looks like what, a magic book. That's what I thought. And there was two big things about it that were like, okay, I really want this. One of them being it's published by Vanishing Inc. Okay. Uh, Vanishing Inc. is Andy Gladwell and Joshua G, who have both been on Full Us, but they, mm-hmm. when they produce magic books, they produce really really proper quality magic books okay uh, they do some good shit uh, so that's one reason and on the back it's got um essentially uh an endorsement from mac king oh really yeah and as soon as i seen mac's name i was like okay sold read this endorsement in a kentucky accent please i don't have a good and then do a, a mac Howdy. king laugh I'm at mac the king. end <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I haven't even actually read the full endorsement. I just read. Oh, really? Yeah, I just read a lot of. Uh, I read the the first line that jumped out at me is the top line that says, uh, "John Graham has done what I thought was impossible," and I was like, mm. "Mac King is saying that." So notice I'm saying it how Penn does, because uh, otherwise oh, it comes yes. out Mac King. Mac King, oh. yes. So yeah, so you know, ticks three of my boxes. Very pretty, hardback, quality magic book. With an How many copies did you buy? One. 
Okay, so you're not like Piff where you keep one sealed and open another. <laughs> no, I think I'm somewhere between Piff and Teller. I don't keep my yep. books sealed, but I also don't write in them yet. Yeah. So you're you're like um uh well, I don't know. I don't know what you're like with your collectibles because with me, I don't keep anything in boxes. I open I, shit. I tend not to. Uh, I know that yeah. I've got the I've got the Penn and Teller Simpsons figures. Yes. that are out of box yeah. but at the same time they are framed in a display with the backing cards really from the... yeah wow. have you not seen this no i haven't oh. we'll on. get a photo of it as well and we'll chuck it up on the socials yeah. next to my plebeian pen and teller simpsons figurines they're just sitting on my shelf teller isn't even holding the blue ball of plasmary magic shit either because he for some reason he, he, do, he doesn't stand up very well when he's holding it he just falls over. So I had to blue tap. I'm just riffing because Brogan's walked away trying to find this thing. I can still hear um, you. I can still hear oh, good. So so it's in a shadow box. Mm -hmm. oh, that, oh, of course. Yeah, the back of them. That's cool. Yeah. And I've got Oh, and the... you've got the... Yep. I forget what they're called. Oh, the Zombicide. Yes, Zombicides. Um, figures. Mm. Blue tacked to the top yep. to keep them safe. Um, so yeah, so I like... I'm not very much an inbox collector. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, if I'm buying it, I want to see it. Thanks. Exactly. Um, if you're buying a Barbie butterfly-winged Pegasus, you're going to take it out of the packaging and you're going to play with it. Yeah. I will <laughs> I will say the only exception to this rule is I have a Penn & Teller deck from, I want to say the 80s, uh, actually. I have oh, two really? versions is of it this deck. Is it still branded as a perfectly ordinary deck of cards? Yes, it's it's exactly this deck. Oh yes, yep, yep. That's that's um, that's the. Hang on, let me grab mine because I think that's what the current one looks like. It's very similar to the current one. I heard you say something, but my headphones are off. <laughs> it's very similar to the current one. Yeah, except the current one comes in the fancy box. Yeah, but I think the. Um, Mine is even signed by Teller. Ah! I hate you. Nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. Oh, oh, you're right. It is different. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's yeah. Yeah. Cool. We'll put we'll post up pictures of the the two decks. Yep. So this is Grr. old enough that Pen isn't Pen is still big Pen. Uh, it looks bullshit era. It, it, it looks does. Like I think pen. it is bullshit era. Yeah, um, yeah. But I have a a deck a version of this this deck still in shrink wrap. Hmm. Uh, yep. perfectly preserved and I will not be opening that thank you very much around the time when I got my first iPhone it was the iPhone 3GS mm -hmm. so I don't know what year was that that was late 2000s I guess um, I also I, I got the Pen and Teller app which oh, was yeah. a magic trick mm -hmm. and I remember looking up on their website and the perfectly ordinary deck of cards at the time was still that deck as well ah so there could be a bit of a, a range there. But they, of course, they don't need to change it up. I mean, until Penn decides to um, lose a bunch of weight. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I was very happy I got that. I've got that in shrink wrap, and I'm like, yeah. I'm saving that. Yeah. So. But you got two, so it's all good. You got one to play with and one to keep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, next book. I bought two books. Uh, the second one is this. The Magic Menu by Jim Sisti. So the Magic Menu was a magic magazine. So okay. that that kind of thing's right up my alley with, mm -hmm. you know, articles on magic. It's got a bit of tricks in it, but a lot of 
talking about how stuff's done, which yeah. I love. Um, I got those. I got a deck display because I like to collect playing card decks. And mm. uh, I, I do have two tiered systems already, but I have too many decks now. And the annoying thing is I couldn't... So I've got one wooden one and one plastic. Okay. And I'm annoyed that they don't match because I couldn't get the wooden one again. Oh. So I ended up... Um, so I said to them, have you got the, the big box version, which is like a big box. Uh, describe, I'll show Wayne, because well, Wayne's seen it. Uh, I've seen it. I'm describing for the listeners. Um, <laughs> it's like a big box that's got... Yeah, we're going to have lots of photos this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm in the process of organising my decks into that. I was really happy that I got that. All I can think is it would be cool if someone just like gave you one of these deck racks as a gift one time before you started collecting cards. And it could just be like Wayne's World. You'd be like, a deck rack. I don't have a deck, let alone <laughs> several, to necessitate necessitate an entire rack. I mean, if somebody wants to gift me something that suggests I should start collecting something, then feel free. Mm, I'm a collector yeah. at heart. Um but yeah, so I got the books, I got the deck stand, I got the trick, I got a deck of cards, uh, because... Sharks. Yeah, I do have another shark deck, but this one was very pretty. Um, That's more meant to be like card sharks, not the um, aquatic creature. Yeah? Well, you say that, but... Oh, good. I was hoping <laughs> it was aquatic. There are actual sharks on it. Which was because that was my first instinct. I was like, oh, card sharks. Oh, no, actual sharks. Well, it's like bicycle, isn't it? There's bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, oh, and I got another deck as well. Yeah. Which, uh, which wasn't from the magic shop. It was from another shop. We were in Knoxford, which was. That's cool. I like the colors. It's bicycle hidden. It's black and red, but mm -hmm. it looks like a, a palm in front of a Triforce. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so I don't actually. I thought I had more bicycle branded playing cards than I do. I what, don't apparently. Of... I have three decks, including oh, really? this one. Yeah, I guess I don't have many bicycles. I've got a, lot, a fair few illusionists. I don't. I, I want some tally hoes. I don't have any tally hoes. I, I, I don't want some think basic tally hoes. I have two Jerry's nuggets. Uh, <laughs> Poor Jerry. I oh probably not. Probably one of my least favorite playing card styles. It's, it's, it's... A simple looking thing. It looks very sideshow y, yeah. from what I could see. It's very plain looking. Um, but most of my decks are like weird, you know, fancy decks. Yeah, yeah. Because I, no, I tend I to get the um, mystery deck packs from mm, Merchant of Magic yeah. Online. Um, oh, really? And. Gosh, we should have done an, un uh, uh, an unscheduled um, <laughs> advertisement for Merchant of Magic. <laughs> Roll the clip! No, they're not paying us. <laughs> we'll do that at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, it's time for an unannounced advertisement break. <laughs> we quite liked doing this last episode. I missed fun. it. I missed yeah. doing it last episode, so we're bringing this back. And if you don't like it, tough shit. I want it's to say, but no, please let us know, because if you don't like it, yes. then what's the point? But it's not like we're getting paid to do this we're doing this because we want to do it Our, this this advertisement is for something that they don't even know we're doing it no like, no this is a surprise advertisement every single time how whacked out is that <laughs> i mean if you want to pay us to do it that's fine too but you yeah. know <laughs> we would not expect we would not ex 
we would meet English well. We would not accept payment from you anyway for this, Mr. Big Sexy. I mean, we would. That's right. So. We're pimping Big Sexy Nomad with <laughs> Big Sexy and the Almost Psychic. Who's our friend, Jobeth. So that's our two that's friends, right. Big Sexy and Jobeth. Hmm. Indeed. Um, I don't really know Jobeth, though. You know Jobeth more than I know Jobeth. I like saying Jobeth. That's a fun <laughs> name to say. Jobeth is a great name to say. Can you hear the stuff in the background with somebody drilling? Doesn't matter. This is an unscheduled, unannounced advertisement. <laughs> Anything can happen during these parts. Yeah. Can you? <laughs> I can hear that, and I can yeah. see it going up and down on the... Who cares? That drilling, you know what that drilling is? That is the hordes of people trying to drill into, um, I don't know, the studio where Big Sexy Nomad is recorded. <laughs> yeah. What is Big Sexy Nomad? It is a new podcast, isn't it? By our friends, uh, Big Sexy and Jobeth. I'm going to let you speak for the next bit. <laughs> Why? I can just hear them shouting. <laughs> Are they shouting at each other? Oh, no. Is it, is it, is it like full-on domestic going? Oh, no. This is... Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I mean, no, good. I'm glad. <laughs> it just would have made good content for this unscheduled, unannounced advertisement. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're actually going to keep this in or not. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, no, our our buddy, our Scootfest buddy, Big Sexy, and our friend Jobeth. I can't remember if Jobeth was at Scootfest or not. I don't think so, but he should have been. I don't, annoyed. I think I would have, I would know. Yeah. But jo- Jobeth is, uh, Jobeth is my art buddy because he convinced me, or he reminded me that I had to finish the, the tarot deck. The tarot decks, yes. Yeah. Decks, decks, I say, as if there was more than one. <laughs> no, no, I, I think... I have a, I think do the mom was I enough. A, I have a confession. Mm-hmm. I've not yet listened to the episode one of Big Sexy Nomad. Have you? I haven't, but I've I've also been mm. traveling. So That's right. I'm trying you know to know what that would have been perfect time for you to listen to it. It probably would, but I try not to start new things when I'm I'm traveling. I try to stick with old comforts. <laughs> what you know, yeah. Yeah. So we we, we just want to we just want to shout out yeah. our, our our buddies. That's all. Mm-hmm. Say, you know what? We can go on this journey together, you, me, the dear listeners, and find out what this podcast is is like. Yeah. We can enjoy it as one big family. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And what a sure, journey to discover, like big sex is going on a journey. Exactly. And you I was gonna say you don't like to listen to new stuff on a road trip, but you know what? Big sexy is going on the ultimate trip. Exactly. He is leaving his home country. And moving somewhere else, that's insane. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that, I say, as we obviously are gonna one day live in Las Vegas. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it's like what he's doing sounds terrifying to me. Oh, absolutely. It's essentially just upping and leaving. Mm. Um I for me, I would have to have a job set in place. Yeah. Uh, before I did anything. But but no, kudos to him for, for getting on and doing it. Mm. I got nothing else to say because I haven't listened to the podcast. Me neither. But, but, but by the time you hear this in this episode, know that I have listened to it. And you know what? If it's terrible, I'll, I'll tweet about it being terrible. And I'll say, totally ignore that unscheduled, unannounced ad break in the latest episode of Hey Buddy Nice Podcast, which we've already decided the name is, what's the name of this episode, bro? Hey Buddy Nice Road Trip. Yeah, that's it. I should I should have realized by the context clues of what we're talking about. <laughs> I like the fact that even if you don't like the episode, you're still going to leave in this advertisement because oh, you yeah, edit yeah. all this. 
That, that's right. But no, you you know, you, I mean, if you should be following me on Twitter because we did not give, look, I'm just going to say at the, at the end of this episode, we didn't give our Twitter handles or anything. No, we didn't. What the hell planet was I on? So you know what? Let's do it right now. You, you can follow us at NiceBudBud on all the social media accounts, Twitter, um, Facebook, uh, anything else you can think of. And you can follow Brogan at 7 billion needles. And you can follow Wayne at Wayne Giovanazzi. No, you can't. That's you can right. follow him and at Wayne Gio. That's right. Yeah, Wayne Gio. I, I like how I just immediately <laughs> trusted in you. I was like, that's right. So You were just happy I got it, your name right. <laughs> indeed. Listen, listen to Big Sexy Nomad with Big Sexy and Joba the Almost Psychic. Yeah. And now we return you back to somewhere in the middle of this podcast. I don't know what the fuck it's really is hilarious. It's fine. It won't come up. It it will be below a certain decimal range that it will be cut out. So that was great. So I got that. I got a couple of other things, which I'm not going to spoil. Um, but Wayne okay. has seen them. Um, oh, but cool. when I was leaving, uh, the guy, Dominic, was like, you know, look, I've got another book for you. I was like, oh. And I pulled this out. Mainly Manipulative Magic by John Albera. Yes. I said, look, these are going in our mystery boxes for this month. Mm. They've essentially, they're first editions. They've been out of print for God knows how long. They've been si sitting in a shipping container for however long. Uh, we don't have them on the system here. I just gave me a oh, straight okay. up gave me a yeah, copy. Yeah, that's cool. It's like like you bought some stuff from them. Did you say that you've got mystery box decks and stuff in the past? So they were kind of aware that you're a customer? Uh, you can't I remember. Can't remember. And do you know why? It's because Darren Brown did a little spell on you. So exactly. you no longer remember. Exactly. But there is video footage. Roll the footage. <laughs> um But yeah, I did I did say, you know, look I collect magic books, I collect playing cards. Uh, I think they know I'm a customer because the fact that I said, oh, this is the one that I'm looking for. Like, I came and knew what I was looking for for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yes, uh, it was definitely worth the trip going down. Yeah. Uh, it was I, worth the fuel. Yeah, because I did have to fuel up a couple of times. It wasn't... I never let my yeah. fuel get under half, half a tank. Oh, see, that's... I don't know if it's true, but you shouldn't... It, it's less efficient to fuel up uh to to fuel up more often like you should let your tank start to empty like not not fully run out but oh. i don't know if there's any fucking truth to that or not i mean 90 percent of the time so what comes up on my car is it tells you essentially roughly how many miles you've got left yeah with the thing uh, so i've seen mine go down to like 12 negative seven pretty much you know i i'm Look. not I like to leave it as long as humanly possible. Of course. Apart from the fact, this this was an exception being the fact that it's I- It's a road trip. It's a big road trip. I had no idea when and where services would be, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I kind of, I filled up at my own rest stops. Like, well, I'm stopping yeah, anyway. Yeah. I'll top up the car just while I'm here. Okay. Um. So yeah. But really, so there, there is, it is, there is all- <laughs> Aside from standing up too quick and getting dizzy and almost passing out as being one of the um, best free natural highs, <laughs> driving your car to almost empty, watching the, the kilometers or miles left drop down, getting closer and closer to zero while trying to get to a service station that you're driving to before you conk out and can't get any further. Oh, I tell you, 
nothing better. That, no, no, <laughs> that's anxiety central for me. <laughs> oh, no, oh. no. Speaking, actually, good segue, speaking of anxiety and all things like that, on my way back up, uh, I, mm -hmm. so, full story, for, when, when I was going down, I made a stop, but I didn't stop for long enough. I think I only stopped for about 10 minutes. And I decided that was a mistake, that I wasn't going to repeat coming back up. So when I got about halfway back up, stopped at a service station, got a drink and stuff, and then put on Instagram Live. And I thought, somebody will yes. chat to me. That's a good excuse that I'm not, like, rushing to get away. So I can have a proper rest, whatever. Uh, and do you know who joined me on Instagram Live? Uh, hang on. Wait, let me guess. I'm going to use my Darren Brown powers to, to work this out. <laughs> Muscle it reading. Was, it was the one and only Danny Ocean, George Clooney. <laughs> it was not. It was Mr. Dr. Jimothy Jopatholomew. Oh, Mr. Dr. Jimothy Jopatholomew. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that was, that was really cool because um, a couple of people joined as well. I did see RG in the chat. I never got... Mm -hmm. I never shouted about it. I feel bad about that. So hi, RJ. Sorry. I love you. Um, Suck it, RJ. <laughs> no. But but yeah, no. I seen I seen Pod Therapy guys pop up in the chat. I was like, oh, is that Jim or Nick? It's like it's Jim. Thank you for repping our uh, merch. Yes. Because oh, we never mentioned this. I did flip off an English oh, yeah. flag. Um, yes. Okay. Because Good. most <laughs> I normally wouldn't, but the fact that you know, I mean, I couldn't go to England and not tell Jacob the audio guy that I was in England. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jacob's just like, oh, of course you're in England. You're English. Yeah. So I thought to 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 nip that in the bud, we'll flip off the English flag. Um, mm. And at the time, I was wearing a Jacob the Audio Guy t-shirt from Pod Therapy. Yep. Uh, so I went, oh, thank you for ripping a merch. I was like, I had to, of course. Your t-shirts are yeah. very, very soft. Um, Ten ply, bud. Uh, they're, they're really, really nice. Yeah. Um, but not just that. With their merch, you, you, there, there was some cultural exchange going on as well between pod therapy and hey buddy nice podcast oh we'll, we'll get on to that but just okay because i feel like i need to tell <laughs> i need to tell you it has been placed i need to tell you of what jim and i discussed oh yes, yes. which Yourself is and jimothy jim thinks i should overthrow the monarchy <laughs> mm. <laughs> and it was essentially half an hour of us discussing the monarchy and everything like that and okay know, why why we he thinks it's weird that we drive on the left side of the road and they drive on the right uh, yeah because americans can't do anything wrong <laughs> <laughs> well exactly said so what i'm hearing is that the the right side of the road is freedom and the left side of the road <laughs> is oppression <laughs> it's not just that they drive on the right side of the road they drive on the left side of the car which yeah. makes but sense because you don't time, want to get out into traffic. But at the same time, leave. we drive on the left side of the road and on the right side but of the, the car. Yeah, because we don't want to die and get hit by a bus when we get out of our cars. Yeah. I think that's universal. Yeah, that's, yeah. So so that was good fun. Dr. Jim kept me company for a good good long while. It was it was nice to see him. Uh, so yeah, so that was good fun. Um yeah, and anyway, back to the cultural exchange point. I just wanted to say that Dr. Pin Jim was trying removed. to get me to overthrow the monarchy. Yes, but the cultural exchange of Hey Buddy Nice podcast and pod therapy. Yes. So how did this even come up? Oh, because Myra uh, and I were out for coffee. Myra and oh, I okay. were out for coffee lunch one time, and Myra is a member of the pod therapy Discord, 
and mm-hmm. took a selfie and put it on the Discord. And I was wearing my Hey Buddy Nice podcast jumper. Yes. Hoodie. Um, hoodie. Oof, apologies. Um, and Jim replied saying, oh, hey, 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 buddy, nice, hey, buddy, nice podcast jumper. So Myra's, really, Myra's like the third person, the middleman in all this. The go-between, yeah. Yeah, the go-between. Uh, and I didn't realise it was Dr. Jim at first. I thought it was another ah. Jim from Twitter. I was like, oh, tell him thanks. It's available yep. for purchase. Uh, and Jim came back like, oh, when, when, I see broken, it, Jim. when I see Brogan repping our merch, we'll rep theirs. And I was mm, like, oh, hang on a yep. second. Is this Dr. Jim? She's like, yeah. Is this Mr. Dr. Jim? Mr. Dr. Jimothy. <laughs> Mr. Dr. Jimothy Job Tholomew. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, okay, I can order a t-shirt. Uh, so I ordered a t-shirt and then Jim was like, oh shit, Brogan's just ordered a t-shirt. <laughs> so he ordered... This shit just got real. Yeah. So he ordered a mug from our store. Uh, yeah. And has arrived before mine. And he took a picture. Of course it did. Yeah. Because he's in Mer- he's in Merca. Merca, yeah. Apostrophe, um, apostrophe. Yeah, that's how you say that word. Yeah. Apostrophe. M U X. I can't spell. You know what Merca is. <laughs> so, so yeah. So he's got a Hey Buddy Nice podcast mug, and I have a a Pod Therapy T-shirt. Yeah. So yeah. I do like that mug. I but I I'm gonna I've decided which mug I'm gonna get for myself, and that's just the um the we is serious of just you and me, mm-hmm. arms folded. It looks nice. Yeah. I would buy a mug. I just don't use mugs. I would be buying it for the sake of buying it. And I'm like, I'm trying not to do I, that. I don't drink out of a mug, but I use a mug I, uh, to fill up. I, to cause When I make an iced coffee with my Nespresso capsule thing, I need it to capture the drink. Otherwise, because my big Yeti won't fit under the machine. Oh. So I have the... Currently, I use my... Radiance of the Seas. Um, uh, I can't. What the fuck is the whatever I, a mug I got on a cruise? Mm-hmm. And my uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. No, uh, mug. Mm-hmm. I would like to use a Hey Buddy Nice podcast mug. I think that would be cool. Just as the the Myra, the go between oh, <laughs> from the machine to the Yeti. Yeah, yeah. So so we're we're good buds with pod therapy. Yeah. At this point. Um, which is probably a good thing because, man, I think I'm a case study in and of itself for Dr. Jim and Mr. Nick. See, that's that's what scares me most about like becoming actual friends with Dr. Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, yeah, I don't, I yeah, <laughs> I I don't open up to my friends, uh, and why? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's just no. I I don't think no, no. <laughs> You don't want to have someone to have the level of training that Dr. Jim has to be able to see past yeah. your arsehole exterior. Exactly, yeah. Uh, speaking of Dr. Jim, uh, when they were uh, when he was uh, in the running for Best of Las Vegas mm-hmm. 2022, uh, when you would vote for him, it would then take you directly to his website. Yeah. I love his website. His website's great, isn't it? It is great. And look, I'm sure that the video on the website, 100% done without a wink, serious as fuck. But I'm watching it and it comes across like a Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> it is so, not a sketch, but like one of those pre-recorded Saturday Night Live bits. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. So do I. And I was like, honest to God, see if I was in Nevada and I was looking for a th- I would fucking, yeah. I, would, I would go on that video alone. 
Yeah, I was I was going to say if I was in Nevada and sorry Nevada and in need of a therapist, which is a, a stupid thing to say because of course I am, yeah. um, that would make me actually go to 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 that practice. Mm-hmm. You know, if I wouldn't rather be friends with Doctor Jim. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So yeah. So we we love Mister Doctor Jimothy on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Mister Doctor Jimothy Jophtholomew. <laughs> And oh, I, just speaking about therapy, I want to put it out there that I am so annoyed that Nick has never gone, hi, everybody. So people can go, hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> hi, everybody. I just wanted to say, what the hell is that as well? <laughs> That's my favorite Dr. Nick line. What yeah. the hell is that? I think uh, <clears throat> the next time that we go to Vegas, we should find Dr. Nick and get him to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We should actually... um spend some more FaceTime with Dr. Nick, because I don't think more than an introduction happened. I, me, I don't remember talking to him. I remember seeing mm. him, but I don't remember talking to him. Okay. maybe Yeah. It might have just been... I, I, I feel like it was at Mister and was like, hey, and that, that was about mm. it. Here's a terrible segue for you. <laughs> Speaking of um, healthcare professionals... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That works. Um, yeah, that worked. Uh, well. It came out of nowhere. This this news, didn't it? Oh my god, I I was shocked. Like mm. I I didn't I didn't know until you texted me mm. that yeah. this happened. I, I, yeah, I thought you might have known about it because you watch like Sunday School Live and stuff and stuff like that. Um, That's but what we're talking me. about. Yeah, yeah. What we're talking about is that uh, Mister Teller of Penn and Teller went under a, a quadruple bypass surgery. Yeah. seemingly out of nowhere mm-hmm. that and because at first i thought it was a triple heart bypass mm. which is the same as what bob mortimer had bob mortimer mm. being a british comedian you know blah blah blah. Uh, and that was serious at the time yeah so quadruple heart bypass jesus christ uh the fact it's... that Penn hadn't mentioned it on Penn sunday school i think that just shows a level how serious it is yeah um so it it, it might have been uh look so my my dad had uh multiple bypass surgeries his first was a quadruple yeah but that was off the back of a heart attack right um so it it without knowing any details whatsoever i would hope that it was off the back of um it's like look you, you're not having any serious problems right this second, but if you don't do anything about it, you're going to. Yeah. So, yeah. And and from what it looks like on Twitter, he's recovering nicely, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Yeah. Because um, the thing is as well, they didn't release a statement, or mm. at the very least, their manager, Glenn, didn't until after Taylor was out of surgery. Yeah. And in a good few days until yeah. I, I, I noticed. So... That's poor Taylor. <laughs> poor Taylor. That poor man has been through the ringer, medically, yeah. medically wise. Mm. Um, well, we had one of the medical concerns was it's one of the reasons why they had to postpone coming to Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, because he had the with his back. He said multiple back surgeries. Yeah. Uh, which, looking back at some of their tricks, I'm not fucking surprised. Yeah. Um, it keeps getting COVID. Hmm. And yeah. and now a quadruple heart bypass. Yep. Will the universe just leave this poor man alone? <laughs> I tell you, I did start to freak out a bit though when it was on it was on one of our posts. I don't remember 
it was. I think it might have been on yours. Um, someone was like, oh, what's what's going on? What's happening? And yeah. then it was the next morning I woke up and I saw like rather than someone just saying, oh, he's had a surgery. It was just like a screenshot of the text. I'm like, what the fuck? Something's yeah. happened. I'm, I'm, I didn't realize until afterwards I saw it and like I gasped in and was holding my breath while reading it. It was like, shit, something's happened. It's like, blah, 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 blah. So I'll oh, be okay. honest. It's recovering. It's the news I already know. I'll be honest. Not that it will ever happen in this situation, but it's one of the few situations I would like phone you, mm. like mm. FaceTime you or something yeah. because. I and I will be distraught. I I yeah. will not be able to function. The the way, the way, I think um, uh, good old Matt Donnelly, who totally exists, has said something similar before to this. But anytime someone dies, right, mm. celebrity or whatever, uh, it's it's with Shannon and my brother, and uh, it, we it's literally just a message of the person's name, mm. or it's like it's like. Uh, fucking gilbert Gottfried or something like that yeah um but i, I wouldn't be able to do that uh, it would be i i would totally expect a are you sitting down yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like i i will truly be inconsolable mm. for a good few hours i yeah i i was upset even the thought of him going into surgery yeah I, you know it just we don't. It's... We as a species have done nothing to deserve Taylor. <laughs> I had no idea what you were going to say. Then that was very confusing. Uh, but yes, and to I'm... deserve Taylor. Yeah. yeah, and I am reminded of this again with. Uh, yeah, it must have been on the latest ICS that Matt's talking about going to um, the the David Copperfield Museum, and there's a guy that yes. he, he hates that he's worked with before. Yep. Uh, and when he worked with him before, he said, like, oh, I work for Penn and Taylor. Oh, I fucking hate Pendulette. Yeah. And all I could think was, huh, notice how he said Pendulette. Specific. No one, no one on the face of the earth hates Taylor. Even no, if they I hate Penn and Taylor, they don't hate Taylor. I was going to say, yeah, you hate Pendulette, you hate Penn and Teller, you don't hate Teller. I yeah. think that's, that's, them's the rules. Yeah. And... And sometimes I hear stories and I'm quite surprised by that. But <laughs> yeah. As, which I say with all the love in the world. Like, and I bet that I'm looking at for an animatic for PSS is uh, a guy a guy in Vegas, you know, very popular guy, AG. Not Amazing Jonathan, another guy called AG. Uh, yes. Was having dinner with Penn and Taylor and started spewing, went to the bathroom and came out and said, oh yeah, I've just been spewing blood. Oh, that's right. And Taylor's like, um, that's not something you say casually. We're taking you to the hospital. <laughs> so they took him to the hospital and Penn and Taylor stuck around because they're like, well, if we're here, we can get him rushed to be seen. We can get him better, yeah. you know, care. Uh, and as soon as he was out on the table, Penn went up to the nurse and went, um, if I pay you $200, can <laughs> I stick my balls in his mouth and Taylor take a picture? Yeah. And she, and she was like, no. No, why would you do that? <laughs> and Taylor goes, $500. Yep. We can go up to $1,200. She's like, yeah. why would you do that? And Taylor goes, to post it on the internet. Yeah, no and other I'm, reason. Yeah, yeah. He he is a little bitch, and I love him, and I wish him mm. all the best, and I, I wish him a speedy and uneventful recovery to, to best boy, Taylor. Taylor, we know that you are listening, of course. 
from uh, someone you've never met and someone one time you met after a show. People you don't know, basically. We love you and we hope that you are going to be recovering well and and quickly. Yeah. Sending, sending love from both sides of the pond. From someone that you once signed a thing for and someone that you made eye contact with on the stage once. That's right. Oh, and someone who... Oh, microphone abuse. And someone who once you made eye contact with and tilted their head at a 90 degree <laughs> angle because their head was already like that. Yeah. Proof uh. again, we... What we're saying is we love you, Taylor. We love yeah. you, Taylor. Please get well. <laughs> don't don't make us suffer. Yeah. As if that's in your full control. <laughs> uh, all right. Let, let's move on from, from sad thoughts. Yeah. And, uh, oh, well, actually, no. These are currently still positive thoughts because last episode we, we were talking about the current standings of the Accent Challenge and it was for the Castle Challenge. Yeah. And... Yep, I was I was down by votes, but results came in 50-50. Straight down the middle. I can accept I was, that. I was very pleased with that. I I'm definitely I'm not gutted by that at all because no, I didn't think it was it, it wasn't wasn't my best performance. So I, I'm okay with not winning that. <laughs> yeah. But the next one, uh currently up for voting i don't have a chance <laughs> it's the dusty roads uh i haven't speech. even checked because i've been away oh it's like we're nine votes in and you're up you're well and truly up it's like 70 to something to 20 something percent oh yes 78 I don't, to I don't 22 percent i don't have enough friends to ask to vote for me <laughs> i don't ask people to vote don't imply that no no i'm saying if i wanted to try and catch up I, I don't have people to ask to, to do it. So ah. instead, I implore you, dear listeners, <laughs> don't vote you with make your heart. a sad, no, desperate I'm grab. Not. I'm saying vote with your heart. Vote for who you think should, deserves it. Uh, no, not even that. Vote for whatever reason you like. I don't care if it's not me. I, we just, I mean, honestly, he does care. This is, a pl- this is all an advertising ploy to get people to interact on Twitter. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> so the more the better. Yeah. Uh, but this this week, this week we're not doing an accent challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's not because we haven't received accent challenges in the post, you know, via email, which you can do. You can send in your accent challenge to us uh, to admin at nicepodbud.com or go to the website, nicepodbud.com and click on the contact form up the top. There's a little button there. And just send it through to us. Mm-hmm. Today, we're doing uh, a challenge, a game, a quiz. I don't know what to call it, but it's from listener Jesse Miller. And oh. I, I haven't, I don't know what it is. I do. I've read, I've read the email a bit about what it, what it is. But um, Jesse starts by saying, Hello, Brogan and Wayne. My name is Jesse Miller. And they've said he, him, which cool. We can refer to Jesse as microphone abuse. <laughs> Uh, so we can refer to Jesse as the correct pronouns. You don't have to do that if you don't want, uh, but we, if you don't, we will just we will use generic terms. Well, I guess is that the proper yeah. etiquette? Yeah. yeah cool. Uh, and you're welcome to use this email in whatever way you want. Good, because we're using it how we want. Also, I don't mind if my whole name is said. Good, because I've already said it. <laughs> uh, 
uh, it's said written in multiple online places. I have a, hey buddy, nice game for you below. Not sure if you've already thought of this. You'll see what episode of the podcast I'm on below. But first to introduce myself. I'm a fan of both of your works as I currently get artwork from both of you and in oddly different but similar ways. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, uh, I'm also a ICS, Abracababble, PSS, PiffPod, Great Night, World's Greatest Con fan, so we may have something in common. Unfortunately, I'm not on social media, so please excuse this archaic way of communication. I just finished the Hey Buddy, Nice Getting to Know You episode. Okay, so that's back a bit. Um, nice Getting to Know You episode of your great podcast, where at the end you wanted cultural slash local phrases slash terms. A short history. I was born and raised in Seattle, Washington area for 34 years of my life and decided to move to the middle of nowhere, Ohio, near family where I could afford to live in a giant house with two acres of lands for the price of a small condo in Seattle. That was a long sentence. <laughs> That's my fault though, because I didn't pause for the commas. You don't agree. Uh, yeah, I was actually distracted by the two acres from uh, <laughs> one of my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger lines from a movie. Where I can't, I can never remember. I'm, I'm terrible with quotes. Where it's like he asked the guy, "You ever want to be a farmer?" Here's a couple of acres, and he kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> Jesse continues. When moving out here, I had to learn several terms I've never heard before living on the West Coast, or maybe heard before but knew a different definition of. So for a game below, I have a few terms from Ohio. Would love to hear what you think what they mean. Also, I'm aware the actual answers may still be foreign to you. I would love to hear what your cultural terms are. I assume they mean for the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I have the phrase first, then a slight description or hint, then how it's used in a sentence. Finally, the answer below and a definition from dictionary.com or Wikipedia. Wow. Uh, so, Daddy hey buddy, nice game. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, f I guess we should open a notepad so we can keep score. Hang on. There Is this fair considering you can see the whole email and I can't? I can scroll down uh, to not see it. This is when I emailed you and said, do not read this email. Ah, right. Um, so, hey buddy, nice game. Phrase one, carry in. That's C-A-R-R-Y-I-N. Carry in. Description is, a social gathering of people use this term when they're meeting up for a food-related event. So we have to, based on that hint, we have to say what we think a carry-in is. Takeout. That'd be the opposite of takeout. No, <laughs> I, I think I think it's when you get food delivered. Oh, so you think it's like a Uber Eats kind of thing? Yeah. They're dropping off here. Okay. Yeah. Carry-in to me sounds like yeah, social gathering with food. Just sounds like a barbecue. Like everyone brings food. I I'm guess. thinking in my head. I'm picturing like a pizza night. Okay, all right. Let's let's see. I'm, yeah, I'm saying like a, a barbecue. Where it's like, oh, Greg will bring the the garden salad, and I'll bring the chops. So you're thinking potluck. <laughs> What's that? You're thinking more potluck, where like everybody brings okay, different yeah. things that they've bought. Whereas I'm we thinking ordered from a restaurant or something. Yeah, we yeah. we call it. A, I don't. Yeah. We don't call let's, it a potluck either. That's a very no, American no. term. The answer it used in a sentence. Oh, as well. There's <laughs> used in a sentence. I didn't scroll down far enough. <laughs> the carry-in is on Friday. Don't forget. This, the sentence doesn't explain anything further. No. Uh, the answer is potluck. There you go. Oh. So you were correct in me being... You were correct that I was correct. Yeah. 
And then the dictionary definition, also called a potluck supper, potluck dinner, potluck lunch, a meal, especially for a large group to which participants bring various foods to be shared. Yeah, that means I get a point. Brogan's still on nothing. Uh, let's see. Phrase two, the squad. Description, a group you call. Used in a sentence, call the squad for Mary. I think that's just your friend group because we use that as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never referred to a group of friends as, the, as a squad. Oh, but... oh, I actually, I think it's the police. Ooh, you reckon it's like Mary's doing bad shit and you got to call the squad for Mary. Yeah, I... To I'm... arrest Mary. Yeah, or Mary's been I robbed. Reckon... Okay, yeah, that makes sense too. <laughs> but that's, that's on me for assuming Mary is a bad person. <laughs> Um, the squad, I think, is more like the brain trust. It's like Mary has a problem, mm. and you got to call the squad to help Mary with this problem. So it's not necessarily friends, yeah, but it's it's the people that you would call for yeah. advice. Let's see. The answer is an ambulance. I think so I'm the closest. Close. I you get were that. closest. All right, call the squad. Definition, a, sp- a specially equipped motor vehicle, airplane, ship, etc. for carrying sick or injured people, usually to a hospital. <laughs> Phrase three is Buckeyes. Description, a confection sold at farmer's markets and multiple stores in Ohio. I'm going to guess what the sentence is. I'm going to the farmer's market to buy some Buckeyes. The sentence is, get me a bag of those Buckeyes. I wasn't far off. Buckeyes. This, this... I want to say something like popcorn. Popcorn is considered a confection, I guess. Yeah. If it's got, like, powdered sugar on it, it would be. Do you call it powdered sugar or do you call it icing sugar? Icing sugar. Yeah, icing sugar. Confectioner's sugar. Apart from, apart from, a small digression, when, uh, do you remember, you know, bad libs? Or bad voiceovers, bad bad dubs, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the they done the Game of Thrones one. Mm. And uh, bad lip reading. The... Hmm. Bad lip reading. Bad lip reading. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit in that where uh, <laughs> Robert Baratheon goes, "Padded sugar." <laughs> <laughs> and I think of that all the time. So yeah, it's icing sugar <laughs> until I think of that. All right. So you're going with popcorn. That's your that's your answer. That's my answer. My answer is something like a humbug, like some sort of boiled sweet. Ah, that was my second thought. Mm. Oh. Popcorn never even entered the equation for me. The answer is peanut butter and chocolate candies. Okay. Mm. I wonder if that's like a um, like a Reese's buttercup or something, or if it's like hard candy. Yeah. No points again. No, I don't. Oh, no. I, I think I was close <laughs> enough with squad. You, you reckon I, you were close enough? I was close Look, enough with squad. You had the wrong emergency, emergency services. service. Emergency you service. You should have just gone with that then, shouldn't you? <laughs> Give me my point, bitch. Come on, man. Look, no, no we'll sit. Fine. If you're going to complain that much, we'll, we'll, we'll put you. We'll give you a point. There you go. <laughs> Let's see. Next. See, I was going to let the... um. Oh, here we go. It tells us what it is. Buckeyes are a confection made from a peanut butter fudge partially dipped in chocolate to leave a circle of peanut butter visible. Buckeyes are similar to peanut butter balls, which are completely covered in chocolate. That's from Wikipedia. We Neither of us get that, definitely. No, no. That, that sort of shit does not exist in Australia. Yeah. Um, 
I did almost have to force myself to give you that point from the emergency services <laughs> because I, I had to convince myself that I'm not that competitive for this. Phrase four. Phrase four is cornhole. And there is a hyphen between the words corn and hole. Description, a game played outdoors, used in a sentence, let's play cornhole at the park. Now, I do I'm, know this. I'm certain I know this. Yeah, yeah. Because it's... I think... I, I don't know what the actual game is called, but it's that board that's got the I hole think it's in just it. called cornhole. Yeah, yeah. And you're throwing... Beanbags. Beanbags yeah. into the hole. Yeah. yeah. That's... Uh, microphone abuse. We're going heavy on the mic abuse today. Uh, let's see. Answer. Beanbag toss. Yeah. yeah. That's a point each. I mean... Uh, um, there's no what's the point of adding them to our tally it changes nothing uh definition a game in which small bags filled with dried corn are tossed at a target consisting of an inclined wooden platform with a hole at one end mm. uh, many are introduced to cornhole at a tailgate or family outing hmm. yes if you know the outside of our I'll start that sentence again. Yes, if you know the outside of Ohio term for cornholing, this gave me a giggle every time I heard it at work. Also, the definition of this version is on dictionary.com. Oddly, lol. I'm not sure what that meant then. No. Oh, that's the end. We, we drew. It was a draw. Because Brogan <laughs> wanted the point for emergency services. <laughs> two to two. Uh, thank you for your amazing podcast, I see the newest episode is you have merch, maybe, so I'm looking forward to that episode and purchasing some stuff to hopefully help support this great podcast that Aww. you're doing. Keep up the amazing work. Yes, you can be like Dr. Jimothy, uh, Mr. Dr. Jimothy Joe Tholomew and have your very own nice pod bud merch. Yes, please nice, do. We, we hey don't buddy, know what nice we will do with yeah. those funds, but we will find something. Yeah. Some way to upgrade this podcast in yeah, some kind of way. That's right. Where where can one get our merchandise? Do you, do you know the website? Nicepodbud.com slash store. Yes, that is it. Yeah. Correct. Or you I, can just go to nicepodbud.com and click on store. I was trying to remember if we had a redirect. It is a redirect, yes. No, yep. as in it's... like uh, if we had a... Uh, like for example, my commission form not to plug that. My commission form is at sevenbillionneedles.com or goodenoughforpen.com. Yes, yeah. You yeah. know, so I couldn't remember if we had something like that, but we don't. You know yet. what? We should probably set up a redirect like nicepodbud.com forward slash broken commissions or something as well <laughs> while we're at it. Yeah. Well that went well. So yeah, definitely I like these uh kind of things. So if you've got um terms that you feel are like like whoop whoop yeah. to to me driving to whoop whoop. If you got terms that are local to you, send send them in, and we will uh, have a guess at what we think they are. I like having the definition uh, at the end. Mm -hmm. Is that what I like? No, I like the um, the description. Yeah, used in the sentence is cool, especially if you say uh, description. A game played outdoors. Used in the sentence, hey, let's go play that game that we play outdoors. I think that's funny, and if you do that every time, mm -hmm. props to you. Yeah. I, I like having uh, I like having quizzes in general. That's that's quite fun. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's good because we we don't want to do an accent challenge every time. Yeah, yeah. that gets boring. But still, send in your accent challenges and send in your. <laughs> we, we haven't we haven't done it this episode yet, and we, but we've re received a couple already mm -hmm. of uh, things that sound cool when spoken by Brogan Hastings or when said by Brogan Hastings. The brief is being missed a little bit. The brief is singular words, no more than a couple of words. Mm -hmm. 
for like uh, we we don't want sentences we definitely don't want whole paragraphs yeah which we, we we are getting but not to say i think we can edit them down and just pull out the 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 gold nuggets from these sentences as I'm, well i mean i can read the whole sentences but that's that's a little bit close to an accent challenge that's the only it, problem. it is yeah so we want to define it so really yeah. what this segment is is words that sound better when spoken by yours truly yeah like um menagerie for example can you just say the word menagerie brogan menagerie cool there we go <laughs> Uh, things like that. It can be an odd word or a, a, a basic word, mm-hmm. um, but it could also be a, a, a couple of words like erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And if you're smart, you'll put up single words that make a sentence to Ooh. make me say whatever you want. Yes, that's mm, that's that's a that's an angle we didn't see coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we're also we we've noticed that our episodes have been going. A, Probably a bit longer than they should. Yeah. I think we're 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 going to try and cut them down to no longer than an hour and a half. If if but if you like the longer episodes, let us know if that's what we should do, or if you prefer these shorter formats. This that's great. Yeah. It might be better because it feels like sometimes I feel like we ramble a lot about yeah. random shit. But hang on, isn't that our whole podcast? That's our entire shtick is rambling in funny accents. It it, it is yeah. Oh, microphone abuse. I'll cut that out. Uh, but yeah, send, send send them through to us. Send us your challenges, your accent challenges, your games, anything. Or even just like, we, we've said this, but no one has sent it through was, you know, we do our art talk as well. Mm-hmm. So anything to do with um, art for us to review or critique, uh, which is only going to be in humorous ways from us. It's not going to be serious. We'll be serious about it as well. But if you want advice about, or just like want to know things about what we do, like Brogan's uh, drawings and Penn and Teller bi-weekendly and my comics, etc., cetera, uh, we will gladly answer any questions that you have. Absolutely. Hmm. Um, so that wraps up the end of the show portion of the show. So I guess that means um, we're at the end of the show. So uh, thanks for stopping by. And as always, stay fresh, cheese bags. Mm-hmm.